0: 100% of our proceeds will be donated to the Blue Bench. The Blue Bench is Denver metro area's only comprehensive sexual assault prevention and survivor support center. Since its founding in 1983, they have worked tirelessly to eliminate sexual assault and diminish the impact it has on individuals, their loved ones, and our community. To learn more, visit thebluebench.org. In order to donate, please take a look at our Rev Check link on our website.
1: Support Boco Gear for your mask and headwear needs.
0: They are a local women owned company based in Boulder. They took their expertise in headwear and make the best fitting, most comfortable masks offered on the market. Check them out at Bocogear.com.
1: Welcome to another episode of We Can and We Will, the podcast that works to empower and inspire women, brought to you by Broomfield High School's Women's Leadership. This is our sixth episode of the podcast and we are so excited. This week's hashtag is We Are Beautiful. I'm Amanda. And I'm Emily. In today's episode, we spoke to four Broomfield High students about their views and experiences on the beauty standards of today. Let's introduce these ladies.
2: Okay, cool. um, hi, my name is Mia Gallegos. I'm 18. I'm a senior here at Broomfield High School. Um, my pronouns are she, her, and hers. Um, I was really excited to be on this podcast because, um, I just think it's so important to get the message out about surrounding beauty standards and how, well, I think that they should be evaporated, but I'm just really excited to talk a little bit about that with some of my peers.
3: Hi, I'm Erin Fuller, I'm a senior, I'm 18. My pronouns are they, she. I think this is really exciting because not a lot of people talk about beauty standards and um, it's been changing and changing over the years and I would really like to see what everyone else's opinion
0: on it because I have a lot of opinions. yeah okay cool uh thanks <laughs> uh yeah of course uh hi i am kelsey i am a sophomore uh and i'm like 15 i think i don't know <laughs> it's it's a problem uh and i'm honestly excited to be here because like kind of what you guys said i'm interested to see like what your thoughts are on DD standards and personally i think it's an issue like they've heard a lot of people in many different ways and not just like being like being affected by it drastically as well as just seeing beauty standards and then thinking that they have to alter themselves
4: yeah um, my name is grace i'm 17 and i am a junior i'm super excited to be on this podcast because i've seen the other podcasts that we were doing in women's leadership and i think this one's really special and getting to talk to my peers about it and getting to see all those different perspectives about beauty standards so i think this podcast is going to be really really interesting
1: so our first question here is obviously beauty standards are set throughout like what you see in the media and you know what's kind of promoted so do you personally feel like represented by the media and that could have to do with like race age gender body type etc and why or why not do you feel that way
2: i am half african-american half hispanic um and i feel like i've seen more of an influx as far as like biracial like teens go like I've seen people start standing out in that way um but I don't know I would love to see that to continue to rise which I think we're on that like steady like exponential growth with uh, that representation goes um as far as body types go I do feel like I feel like there's like two ends of the spectrum is we'll see girls who are like tiny tiny right like the model body that they always they always talk about as far as beauty standards go and then like recently we've seen more like plus size models and stuff but then a lot of girls fall in the middle and then they don't see that in the media so then it's like well it's like I don't fall on either of those spectrums so I think that can be that can be kind of detrimental like you were saying it's really like detrimental to like a girl's mental health is thinking like okay well I'm not on either ends of that spectrum so like where where do I even fall on that scale so I think that's important to consider because that skill should just like it shouldn't matter because no one's gonna look the same. And it doesn't like someone being a certain size and you not looking that size doesn't automatically mean that you're less beautiful than them, which I think is important to remember.
1: Wow. (laughs) (laughs) Um
3: to add on to that, I think what you said about like also there's also men's beauty standards because you also see like all these buff with like Washboard abs. You see men with washboard abs and like perfect bodies, and then you don't really get representation for plus size men. And that's becoming. I don't know if that's becoming a start to be. I don't.
0: I more, usually. I mean, I usually see like advertisements in like women's. Um, yeah. But like, from what I'm seeing, it's not really. Mm-hmm. I mean, I feel like it's getting better, but. Not, it's not having as much progress as like women plus size, yeah, compared to like men plus size,
3: yeah, exactly. So, you don't really see that representation for men as much or any other genders. There's not really that much representation that I see. I have to kind of dig deeper if I want to see representation, like representation. I don't know how that connects back to me, but yeah, <laughs> I don't know.
0: I mean, anything else to add. I, I get it, like, yeah. for me, I, especially with, like, how you were talking about the, like, standards of being in the middle, uh, to add on to that, <laughs> I I I get that, because, like, in middle school, like, that was especially prevalent, I don't know if it be because it was middle school, because everything mm-hmm. sucks in middle school, yeah. <laughs> or the factor that it's just, it's, like, hard in general, like, being in the middle of that, like, range, but... I remember it was difficult, like, because there was, like, a more lack of representation at the time for plus size. And it was getting better, um, as it is now. But it's still not, like, helpful. And it really was kind of detrimental to, like, how I was feeling and, like, how other people saw themselves. Like, I remember just sitting with my friends one time. Wow, that was, like... (laughs) Southern sitting. <laughs> but, but I remember sitting with my friends one time and all of us were just talking about how ugly we looked and how like oh I'm so fat here and honestly I didn't I I accept that I didn't do any better in this area. I said oh yeah I agree on my standpoint I think you're all great but I'm so ugly oh my god. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. I feel like, again, that gray area, they don't, we don't see much representation in there, mm-hmm. and I feel like if we saw more, then it would be better for, like, everyone as a whole. And
4: I feel like if you're in that gray area, you're, you like, you can't say anything, and you don't have any, like, room to say anything. Like, if you're on the smaller side, and you say that you feel fat, people will shame you for that. If you say that you feel like you're too skinny, people will shame you for that as well, and I feel like, when we normalize that gray area, everyone feels like they have the room to talk and improve themselves. But when we kind of set those differences, like we make those differences so pertinent, everyone feels like they don't have the room to improve themselves because someone else is always gonna like have something to say about it. So I think definitely finding ways to normalize that gray area and bringing that to attention in social media is really
1: important. Yeah, for sure. (laughs) <laughs> um snaps. <laughs> okay, so I wanna move on to our next question, and this is kind of a two part question, kinda ties into each other. Um so first of all, do you find that you compare yourself to what is presented in the media? And do you think that has like an impact on, you know, self worth for yourself or just, you know, girls in general? Um, I definitely think
2: that well it's it's so easy to compare yourself like there are like hundreds of resources for you to do that in like one app like TikTok scrolling through it's like girls in bikinis or whatever it's like okay well I don't look like that that's kind of that kind of sucks um and then like I don't know there's Instagram and then commercials it's just it's everywhere and so it's it becomes like habitual almost like you can just go into it and just do it um so easily so um what was the second part of that question um how has that impacted your sense of self-worth um I think it's it hasn't really impacted it because I found like outlets and like people who like encourage and like lift me up that are like I don't mean like on like a bad level but like it's like encouraging almost Mm -hmm. and surrounding yourself with people like that I feel like is what's going to be really helpful, which I think is why social media can be so dangerous, because they call it social media, but you're kind of separating yourself from others while using it. So then you're alone, and you don't have anyone to talk to and be like, hey, really not feeling good about myself right now. Um, So I think that it's really easy to fall into this cycle of like, okay, like, she's Gorgeous. I'm not going to match that, like, and I don't have anyone to talk to about it because I will get, like, kind of like what Grace was saying, like, you could get shot down if you're in that gray area that we were discussing. So I think it's just, like, it's really important to surround yourself with people who will encourage you and be like, hey, no, like, you are beautiful. Like, don't compare yourself um, because that's what's really helped me to stop comparing myself to others and, like, getting down about it.
3: Yeah, it's really hard to hype yourself up because everyone else, it's really common for people just to walk around, like, in middle school and be like, I'm trash, you know? So, like, in middle school and, like, all through, like, most of high school, I was like, you know what, I don't like how I look right now. Um, Everyone else looks so good. All my friends look so good. I'm going to hype them up. But I can't, I could not hype myself up for anything. And then when I started to get more confident, like, junior year, I could actually talk to myself and be like, okay, I like what I'm looking like right now. And, like, now I'm, like, building myself up into someone I want to be and someone that I see as beautiful to my standards. So I just think that people fall into a habit of being, like, oh, I look so bad today. I'm going to compare myself, blah, blah, blah. Because I know so many people who do, who do that. And I know so many people who struggle with, like, eating disorders and stuff like that. And I'm I'm at a place where I can actually say that I think I like myself physically right now and... I could obviously always still improve, but I want to make sure that my friends are also feeling how they want to feel and everyone else because everyone else has their own beauty standards they can hold to themselves instead of comparing themselves to everyone else.
0: I agree so, yeah. with what you were like. I I just agree with the, like the statement of it's hard to like build yourself up when like it feels like the world's like kind of pressing you down. I'll also say like, to me, that, like, in middle school, because I felt that, too. I think everyone has. Um, it also felt like I would be, I don't know, arrogant. Or I would sound like I was very self-focused if I even tried to compliment myself or yeah. say, oh, yeah, thanks. I do look good today. Yeah, exactly. But then, like, it, it, it was a, it's like a complicated situation. Because you want to build yourself up and feel good about yourself. But at the same time, you're hearing all these, like, all the social media saying basically to your eyes, oh, no, you're not. Yeah. But then at the same time, you don't want to sound like you're an egotistical brat. Now I'm kidding. Selfish. Selfish. Yeah. Selfish. There you go.
4: I was thinking more to even, like, that prime of quarantine in, like, March, when everyone mm-hmm. was, like, with coffee and workouts and stuff like that. But even then, like, there was that huge image of being, like, being female meant that you were skinny and toned and had flawless skin and that you were working out every single day doing like all of the Chloe Tang workouts, like whatever it was like that image then was like pushing everyone to be someone that they weren't. A lot of people didn't like working out and a lot of people didn't want that body type. But at the time that image was just like, if you're in quarantine, this is the body type you should have when you get out of it. And so even then like those standards were like, Oh, you're not female enough. So even like looking back at middle school, of course, like a lot of people can relate to that, but like, even thinking to only a year ago, a lot of females had that image of having to be, like, skinny and toned and, like, meet that image to be female
3: enough. Yeah. Adding on to that, there's there's times where I don't feel feminine enough because of what everyone else looks like. Because, generically, you know, women dress up all feminine with makeup and dresses and stuff like that, and I usually do not go that way because it doesn't make me feel comfortable completely. So... I don't feel like there's representation of the masculine side of women because, like, there is that side of masculinity, but it's, like, I don't know, I hardly see it, and it's, it was hard for me to figure out that you could do that and that that was, like, available to you unless I saw it on social media instead of, like, represented by people I should be, I don't know, more like beauty people and, like, models and stuff, I don't see masculinity, I see whatever they're doing, but, like, social media stars and influencers, like, I see them doing whatever they're doing, and that helped me a lot. So I feel like social media and people, you know, being themselves on social media, that helps you a lot more than, like, actual advertisements. Trying to be, like, yeah, skinny, femininity. (laughs) Like, no. This is me. I don't know. Does that make any sense?
2: Yeah, I think it's, like, it's scary for women to want to step out of that, like, what you were saying, that girly girl side. Mm -hmm. Like, it's super, like, kind of... If you stuck with a standard your whole life, basically like looking a certain way, dressing a certain way, like showing up to school, and like acting a certain way, stepping out of that, people can like look at you like, huh, oh, like what? What happened there, right? <laughs> but like it takes it takes real confidence to step out of that. So I really respect what you've been doing and how you've been. I don't know, like standing out for who you are. So yeah, exactly, <laughs> exactly.
0: Like it's it's just like I don't know. For me, like. I, whenever I see people wearing makeup, I think it looks nice, Mm -hmm. and I think, oh, I think it would be great if I wore makeup one day, but for some reason, it feels like if I wore it once, there'd be a standard to where I'd have to wear it every day going forward, or, like, in middle school, I basically wore what I'm wearing now, just sweatpants and a specific jacket I wore every day, Yeah. but then, one time I forgot that jacket, and my friend's like, hey, have you seen my friend, oh, hi there, and I was, <laughs> and they didn't even know who I was, oh. and in, after middle school, I wanted to, like, change how I look, because I didn't like how I was looking, mm-hmm. so I cut my hair, I, like, uh, started wearing jeans for once, Uh, and I tried to, like, not wear a jacket all the time, because in a way, that was, like, a comfort thing, because I felt like, you couldn't see, like, my weight or my body. And yeah. at the same time, it was, like, I don't know, a comfort pillow or something. Mm-hmm. Just something that I could hold on to. And letting it go, it felt liberating but also very terrifying. Yeah. So, it, it, it's really hard to do. And it took me, like, all summer to try and do it. Mm-hmm. And it's just, it is a difficult thing. And I agree with both of you. And I'm also very proud of you. Mm-hmm getting out know of your shell <laughs> and doing that so i'm proud of you oh my gosh thank you yeah <laughs> okay good
1: for you okay so since obviously we're talking about like beauty trends and like standards how they're all like harmful i want to ask kind of more of a positive question here and so like what makes you feel beautiful you know i don't
2: know i feel like i feel most beautiful when um like I don't walk out expecting to receive compliments on how I look. I walk out just knowing for myself, like, okay, like, I look good today, and I don't need to hear it from anyone mm-hmm. to prove it to myself. Like, I'm like, okay, we'll just walk out here and be confident and, like, strut or whatever. <laughs> but, <laughs> um, but like, that's when. And, like, I feel like a lot of people do need that validation, which that's not, like, completely a bad thing. Like, and I'm sure, um, like, they do get that, but I feel like – I'm most confident and most, and I feel most beautiful when I can like walk out and validate myself rather than expecting it from anyone else.
0: Mm
3: -hmm. Um, I hate to go back, but I want to like go back really quick to middle school. (laughs) (laughs) So, like literally all through middle school, you'll remember this. I only wore like soccer shorts and soccer like all this soccer gear, and my hair was always up. So I was like, yeah, no masculinity. And then when, like, A3 continuation came and I was wearing a dress and, like, mascara, and everyone was like, Aaron, you look so good. And I'm like, thanks, I guess. So then, like, where am I going with this? <laughs> um, okay, so uh, people finding me feminine can f- find me beautiful in their own way. And when I can find a mix of what I want to feel like, I can find myself beautiful, and then everyone else can start to find that beauty within me um, because whenever, the confidence makes you beautiful, like, if people see that you're confident in it, they will try to be, like, okay, yeah, I see that, and I like that on you, and, like, that will, that adds to your own validation, your own beauty standard, so having that confidence to be yourself, and to, like, like what Mia said, not care about really anyone thinks, like, you're dressing for you, um, that, like, helps other people to understand, like, that's what you want, and that's how you find yourself beautiful, so, like, Hype me up, you know?
0: Dougie. (laughs) I get it, I get it. Um, I mean, for me, it was like finding like on social media like the LGBTQ community. I don't know, for me that felt like I found a community where I felt more like myself and I could be more myself with and walking around with my friends with that context really helped. Um, Like, I remember one time I went to the mall with my friend and I didn't care what I looked like. I just had a fun time because I was with my friend just chilling out. And we got a lot of stares, I know, but I didn't care because I was having fun. And if anything, I said, yeah, stare, do it, go. I wanna see right now, do, say something about it, go. I didn't care. And honestly, just hanging out with some of my friends who try to like build themselves up as well and they're wanting to self-improve with me that feels like that feels more better and like helpful to me than I love my friends uh dearly but like when we're working as a team to try and get like more self-confident in ourselves it feels like more I don't know liberating than just working on your own Mm -hmm. and while that feels great that you did it successfully on your own It also feels good to know that you helped like your friends and your friends like help to build each other up as well. Like anytime we say, oh I look like trash, we try and say, oh please don't say that. You look great today. So. Mm -hmm. I love
4: that. I'm going to say that what Mia said was I really like that and it was really well put but also just that like um, sometimes like when I'm getting ready like I'll look up something specific to compare myself to like an outfit I want to match or something like that. So I find that on the days where I just like wear something that makes me feel comfortable and do makeup the way that I want to do it, um, that's when I feel most confident. And then also within that is just like being selfless that day, doing a few selfless gestures that make me feel happy and that happiness kind of reflects in my own self-worth and like just doing those gestures to make myself feel happy and making myself feel beautiful in that way, not always just physically, but um, mentally and with like other people.
1: Yeah, for sure. I really like how you guys kind of, um, you know, mentioned the idea of how everyone has beauty standards, kind of, that they set for themselves, and that makes them feel beautiful, and then there's also, like, the outside factors and standards that may be different. Um, okay, so, our next question is, how would you like to see the world change in the way beauty is perceived?
2: Um, this is kind of a point I touched on a bit at the beginning, um, but I feel like as soon as a girl or guy sees someone who's held to the standard that we have today, um, they're immediately like, "Okay, I'm not, I'm not beautiful. I'm not like attractive anymore, because that person looks like that, and like that person is out there, and I am no longer considered like attractive." Which I hate, I hate that because it's like as soon, like you will be confident, you will be rocking it, like you self validate yourself in the morning, you're like, yes, like I love how I look today. And then you look at social media and you'll see that picture and be like, never mind. I hate how it just goes down the drain mm-hmm. as soon as you see someone and compare yourself to them. And I think it's so important that in the future people start to realize that, like, or and start to think of themselves in a way that they don't feel the need to compare themselves and just drop that confidence that they had before they saw someone who was held to a beauty standard. So I would, I would like to see beauty standards become less important to people. Um, because if that happens, I think that everyone will start to feel more confident and stop comparing themselves um, because there won't be anything to compare themselves to or anything important to compare themselves to if they're not like like, just thinking about that all the time, which I feel like a lot of people are at this in this day and age. So, I would love to see that.
3: Do you remember when James Charles was, like, the first, <laughs> like, man <laughs> model for, like, a makeup company? So, that was, like, a game changer. And now he's, like, super famous, tons of, like, millions of followers. Like, even though he's, like, kind of a drama queen. Like, he's a, he's, he's a guy that can do really good makeup. And, like, he's getting out there. And he's so young. And... I wanna see that standard change because I feel like people have this certain idea of how men should look and how women should look. And that could either come from like a religious background from their own personal like thoughts and feelings about it. But the more that we try to, the more that we like take the opportunity to alter what a man looks like and what a woman looks like and how there's like a spectrum to it. Like that will add so much growth to the entire industry for everything because if you get that representation out there, people will become more comfortable, and then they'll they'll be start to be like, "Okay, like I get this, this might be what I'm looking at, and this might be something that I don't believe in, but like if other people are trying to like show it off and it's like it looks well and it looks good, that sounded stupid um yeah, you're good. Stop. <laughs> <laughs> but just as soon as people get out of their heads of what a standard looks like, it will become it'll get better because it's out there now and people will start to change their minds I guess hopefully Uh,
0: I also feel like I just like the comparison thing I just I feel like it's a part of like everyday life and like again what you said like you feel great in in the morning like you feel like you're doing great but then as soon as you look at social media or even if you're walking down the hallways and see someone Mm -hmm. then you immediately start to compare yourself compare yourself oh my god yes um (laughs) But I don't, what I would like to see change is along those lines. I want to see, like, I don't want, like, the first comparison immediately to drop your Mm self-worth. I don't want to see, like, someone's self-worth just immediately go down the drain as soon as they see that or see a comparison. I think, sure, make a comparison, but don't let that affect how you're feeling. Mm -hmm. Because I feel like if you're feeling great, let that stick. That's great, um, but don't, don't like, look at someone else and say, oh, God, I'm trash. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. I'd like to see more change in that area with people just trying to say, hey, this person looks great, but so do I. Mm-hmm. Or, heck, I even look better. I don't know. Period. <laughs> okay. yeah. So, I'd like to see change in there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, I would agree with
4: all three of you in just making the room for people to perceive their own beauty instead of letting society rule that, and instead of having all of these norms and um, just all of these different um, pressures and expectations, just letting beauty be perceived by the person themselves instead of having to compare ourselves to everyone.
1: Awesome. I wanted to talk about um, beauty, like trends specifically, because trends are something that's always changing constantly, so I think that's something that should be addressed So, how are beauty trends harmful, and what are maybe an example of it being harmful? Um, Or, like, not even an example. Just, like, why do you think trends are harmful?
2: I think it can be, like, draining, not only, like, mentally, but also in, like, a monetary sense. Like, say, like, these shoes are a big trend, like, in the moment. You go and buy them, then the following week it's a different pair, and it's like, okay, um, what, yeah. what did I just spend that money on? Um, as far as mentally goes, like I just think it's it's hard to want to keep up with trends that are going on, and like it's kind of pointless almost because like sure you'll get that like moment of praise or like oh my god, you you have that. Sure, I've been wanting for like months, and like oh my goodness, it's like just spiking up and becoming popular. Um, but, like, that's not a validation I think you should need is for, like, a moment because it's going to last literally a moment, that type of um, praise. So, I don't know, I just think that it's not good in the sense that, like, it's that is the most temporary kind of, like, praise that you can get because it moves, like you were saying, it moves so quickly. Like e- Like, every week I feel like something new is trending or whatever, so... Yeah, I'm not entirely sure on that one.
3: I hate to say this, but when you guys came in as freshmen, I was terrified. (laughs) Because (laughs) you guys have all your, like, Lululemon, like, That's terrifying to me. I know, and, like, everyone, every single girl looks the same when I looked at all of you guys. And I was like, not you, you're fine. (laughs) But, like, I was like, okay, so all these girls are looking the same for what? you know, so then when I saw people like you and other people who are dressing, you know, not like the trend, because I know Lululemon has been out there and they like super trendy and everyone's like wearing all their legs That's what they're called. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what they're called. But the fact that I could see someone that's individual and confident in themselves, that made me want to praise them rather than someone following the trend. Um, but I also need to realize that I can't bash someone for going by a trend because that's that's how they want to see themselves. So I think the more that they you just gotta find your own individual like style. And if that style is a trend, that's totally fine. Um I just think that people should totally they should customize it. So if you wanna go out and look like every single girl at a football game with dots on your face, you I just I just I'm more likely to see someone with individual like individualism be that I would see them as being themselves and I praise that as more. <laughs> I praise you being an individual more than you trying to follow a trend. Yeah. If, yes, I'm, I'm going to shut up. You
0: you're me... good, you're good. <laughs> I get it. Um, ironically, I can, as a child and in middle school, and kind of now, I think, I don't know if I ever really followed many trends. I did not mm-hmm. not care. Um, if anything, Same. I like tried to like look at like movies and say, oh, I think that. It looks like something else to dress as. My friends later in my life told me I had horrible fashion sense and I had none. But I remember I was happy with what I looked like. And I didn't start to feel uncomfortable with it until middle school when I just see all these people looking the same. (laughs)
4: Yeah. Where that
0: was terrifying. But at the same time, I really didn't care. I I felt like what they were wearing was interesting, (laughs) to say the least. But I didn't... I didn't want, I didn't judge them as long as like, because I felt like as long as I could still dress in what I wanted to dress as, mm-hmm. that'd be great. As well as like, I was proud of myself because I'm like, I've never been dress coded. I'm proud of myself. <laughs> I don't know why. I felt like that was liberating. No. Uh, <laughs> but the fact that I didn't have to conform to anything felt great. Um, and just, just, just knowing that like fact, feels, it, it felt great to realize that but on top of it it just being able to do it felt like great and I feel mm-hmm. like if people realize that they don't have to wear some of these clothes or follow these trends they feel more I've said this word like a thousand Liberated. times it, mm-hmm. yeah but like I feel like they'd feel more free um and no. while they can follow trends if that's their choice then go at it have fun but I feel like if they got like a minute to realize like I don't have to do this and they got like one day to wear something different Mm -hmm. I want to see if their opinion changed. Yeah
3: there is that freedom and with freedom there will be trends always because people will follow it because you know it's your choice but they're having that freedom means like there's no room for bashing and I see myself judging people all the time because of how they look and I need to stop doing that because that's how they want to look and that's their choice and um, it'd be a lot easier for everyone to s- like stop bashing everyone if they s- realize that that's their choice and that's what they want. And-
0: we would like to give a quick shout out to Teresa Fazio Photography. Do you need an experienced senior portrait photographer? Teresa Fazio is here to help. For more information, you can call 303-903-1902. Teresa Fazio Photography, specializing in bespoke senior portrait experiences.
1: Thank you so much to Mia Gallegos, Erin Fuller, Kelsey Kennedy, and Grace Lee. This episode was written and produced by Amanda Miller, Emily
0: Ho, and Grace Admire. We would like to thank Jennifer Stouffer and Sarah Stussy. We really appreciate your generous donations. Thanks again for listening, and tune in to next week's episode with a panel of Broomfield High School alumni.
1: for our next episode is three very successful Brimfield High School alumni. Today we have Natalie Nitroff, Haley Morton, and Rachel Kois. The theme for this podcast is advice for a successful career and where to start in high school leading on to college.
2: Making sure you know you can still be independent while reaching out to at least your like your family, your friends yeah. that you had. It's okay to still maintain those connections because... Believe it or not, those people um, do know a little bit. Just
3: like learn from from the mistakes that you've made, and don't let it like stop you from continuing to pursue those passions. Um,
1: don't ask what the world needs, but ask what makes your soul set on fire. Because what the world needs is more people who've had their soul set on fire.